High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Now, let's do something that's less nice. Uh, not that we don't like talking to him, Sean Sachs, Senior Researcher at the NGO Monitor, but talking to us about something which sounds a little bit of the dodgy side. Sean, how are you doing? Yeah, thanks, Benji. How are you? Chag uh, Sameach. Chag Sameach to you, and w- nice to have you on the show. The, now, this is the kind of headline that I would expect to find from some sort of small European government, not the U.S. State Department. seems that they may have given some money to some dodgy characters. Can you give us some background? Sure. So, NGL Monitor, one of our primary, uh, the primary things we do is we look at who is giving money and who is getting money. So in this case, we looked at the financial statements and donations of the U.S. State Department to all the organizations they were giving money to in the West Bank, in Israel, and in the Gaza Strip. And one particular organization called the Phoenix Center got our attention because this organization over the past couple of years, um, while it claims to be an NGO that deals with development and IT infrastructure, it also hosts and provides services to the Palestinian Liberation Front, the PFLP, which is a terrorist organization, and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Both of these are uh, terrorist organizations that have been responsible for carrying out attacks on Israelis and also internationally. And this Phoenix Center, which hosts these terrorists, was getting over $100,000 for the U.S. State Department to train people in IT technology. And um, it has created quite a bit of a stir in the U.S. Uh, there's now a an investigation that will be started by the state, by the Congress, as to how this came about. Yeah, absolutely, because you know you can say whatever you want about which particular part of the American system you prefer, whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans, but they do, generally speaking, take this issue of funding terrorists much more seriously than the Europeans. So it's not something that you necessarily expect to see. It's unusual. No, it's absolutely. The State Department have very, very strict guidelines about who can get money and who cannot. In fact, they ensure that whoever gets money from the State Department actually has to sign on a whole lot of documents ensuring that they not have no connections to U.S. designated terrorist groups. They can't even have um, second or third degree affiliation. Generally, they do a very good job of background checks and vetting. But in this case, Things seem to have fallen through the cracks, and it's not even stuff that was found because we have some type of secret ability. It was on their website. Their affiliation <laughs> to the Palestinian Islamic Jihad was on their Facebook page. It was stuff that, unfortunately, people just didn't pay attention to, and it was out in the open. Wow, amazing. Well, so, so what do you expect to be the outcome now, Sean, of, of this revelation uh, now that it's happened. Well, we're hoping that the that Congress will take this very seriously and start a real investigation to how this happened. And the most important thing is that the, the people at the uh, the various administration within the administrations, not necessarily within the government, within the Biden administration, but people who are responsible for handing out the money at the State Department, it is their job to make sure that the that the places that receive money 
are properly vetted in depth, that they go through the right security apparatus. And sometimes, yes, you just need to go through their Facebook page or see who else they are hosting or who else they're working with. It's a relatively simple process, but unfortunately, it is often overlooked. And in this case, you have $100,000 going to organizations that are quite happy to host terrorists, and it needs to be dealt with very quickly. I mean, it's very interesting what you're talking about, Sean, because we, you know, we tend to not think about the, the real world consequences. We tend to think about terrorism as just something ideological. But the truth is, is that terrorists still need money to buy guns and train and, and eat. And, you know, when you, when you're a full-time terrorist, that's your job. So you need money to do that. And these sorts of organizations, uh, are, are, are getting money for that, uh, including in IT support well, and all of these sorts of things. And, and it has real consequences. I mean, I, I think, you know, I see that the, you know, the Zionist Federation is bringing out Rabbi Leo D, uh, to come speak to the community, uh, in a week or so. And it's, uh, you know, this is, this is, this is a guy who lost his family because someone was involved in a terrorist incident. And who knows if people were not getting money for terrorist activities, whether they would have been able to carry it out. Well, it's not only just about what you can carry out. It's about being able to recruit. In this particular situation, what's happening is you have the terrorists are being trained in how to manipulate algorithms so that their Facebook posts and their um, their information has a wider reach. So you're actually using it for as a recruiting tool. And we know going back to over the past decade, ISIS and the Islamic State – their entire apparatus was funded inadvertently by well-meaning people who were giving money, and they used this money to manipulate and draw people in online. And this is exactly what is happening in this case. It's not just about giving money for bombs and guns. It's about recruiting people to terror. And unfortunately, that is how this money appears to have been used. Well, there you go. Nicely done, Sean. Uh, uh, Good to see uh, that you are uh, finding these things out. That's Sean Sachs there from NGO Monitor talking to us about the fact that the Americans are giving money to terrorists. Not ideal. On 101.9 High FM.